Live from the HMD studio, it is Stay Busy with Armand Sadler. is beautiful black is me welcome to another episode of stay busy with armand sather where we have responsible discussions on the music business and the music culture i'm your host head honcho vegan chorizo poppy multiple miles monday poppy founder of bald nigga ballers black man black and proud Armand Sadler. I am not here alone. My co-host is feeling very energetic and very <laughs> silly today, freed from the shackles of corporate America. Let's clap it up for that. Come on now. <laughs> on this black month. Come on. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Nick Early, executive producer, co-hosting, stay busy, the kombucha king that makes your heart sing. Mm-hmm. You know what it is. I'm feeling real hydrated and melanated today. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Got my all black on with the kicks you know what i'm saying i'm very excited for this one mm-hmm. um so let's we, let's get into it my brother yeah let's, let's jump into, into it. it so a couple things before we get to the main event uh busy black business month is here hey. so if you have a black business a black company a black brand you are black and you create anything and you want to share it with the world dm us on twitter or ig at stay busy pod email us at stay busy pod at gmail.com or fill out the google form that is floating on our social media to submit your info we are highlighting one black business company brand whoever every single day of this month we've already got started so make sure that you are a part of it and you might get a new customer a new listener a new whatever we we trying to put people on this is what we do umoja community this is what we do that's right we open the month with busy sessions episode three featuring Jacques lane uh available visually on youtube yes this is brother Jacques. what up brother Jacques? on audio uh audio is available on all streaming platforms as well and he gave you two performances so our hands are always open we're giving we are giving uh, of course we got to shout out our vp of everything kieran hurley holding it down up in ithaca new york hmd studio drew holding us down on the engineering but we are here as you know, Busy Black Business Month, we bring in different business owners every week for y'all to hear from, learn from, engage with, and just, you know, see see this entrepreneurial <laughs> black spirit, because we are the originators of everything. We do it all. Okay. So, our guest, kicking off this month, writer and digital content creator committed to preserving black history, hip-hop history, and pop culture. Ooh. Two years after graduating from Rutgers, she was inspired to put her love for black history, hip-hop, and black womanhood, in addition to her producing and writing skills, to practice by conceiving The Gumbo, an innovative space in media for the creative excellence and activism of black women in hip-hop and a safe haven free of politics. Now, she has interned at VH1 and The Daily Show with Trevor Noah before joining The Late Show with Stephen Colbert in 2016, where she served as apprentice, social media manager for the digital team, and now works directly with talent. This multi-hyphenate has been recognized by Afrotech, Hello Beautiful, 
hyper allergic and NJ Biz for her amazing work. And for once, I am not the minority in the room because she represents <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> yes, sir. Give a warm welcome to Nadira Simmons. Welcome yes. to the show, Nadira. Yes. Thanks so much. Where, was that on my website? It is. It yes. Is. Now I'm social media producer, y'all. That's my new title. Uh-oh. I, I okay. didn't even put it in there. Flex I was like, wait. <laughs> social producer. She's producing yes. for the social. Love yes. that. That was a nice little, like a CVS receipt of, of, yes. of uh, that things was, to That's do. a long yeah, list of like stuff. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, like that. we love the progress. We yes. The progress. Thank you. Congrats to you and all you're doing. Thank you again for joining us. Of course. I'm really excited. This kicking off the month strong. Yes. So, yeah. So, before we uh, jump into it, we, of course, also want to shout out our listeners, and we want to have a little engaging, you know, whether you like. So, whether you like, do you, or so sick, okay. Anthony Hamilton, or music, okay, mm-hmm. music soul child, Disney Channel, or Nick, and exploring new films, or running back classics. classics. So, for you, Neo Records, do you, or so sick? Do you. Mm. Yeah. Remind me how do you go? I just wonder. That's a banger, yeah. Do you so sick. Mm. Yeah, it's, do, it's do you for me. It's do you for me it's as well. Do you so sick of love no, song? That's not it for me. Fun fact Good for song. our listeners: uh, I auditioned for Anglewood Idol, as you know, I'm from Anglewood, New Jersey, um, and I sang "Date Do You." I, I didn't get picked for what? Wait, Idol. hold on. You had Anglewood Idol? Yeah, yeah. Did you know I did Covina Idol? <laughs> you won, didn't you? I smoked. It. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Bro. Oh my god! Whoa! <laughs> I skipped football cool. practice and everything for it. I didn't get wow. picked. I was tight. I was it's tight. all I'm good. Not Hey, I'm not gonna lie. But yeah, do you has a special place in, in my wow. heart? I, hey, I gotta find it, Dad. Find that Covina Idol video, man. <laughs> I gotta see that. Uh, we'll get into this later, the versus battle. But you know, just just real, real quick, Anthony Hamilton or Music Soul Child? I'm from South Jersey, and a lot Uncle of my fans from Philly, so I have to say music. Mm. I love music. Like, I, yeah, it's I Uncle can't. Music for me, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me as well. Me as well. Yeah. Yeah. No disrespect to Anthony Hamilton. Oh, I love him. He's giving yeah. us a bunch. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel like I, I, I like oversay that now because every time you say you like someone better than someone else, they're like, "Oh, you being disrespectful." Yeah. No, I just have a preference. Yeah. Like, yeah. preferences yeah. are not disrespectful. Exactly. So, yeah. now you're qualifying now. Disney Channel or Nick? <laughs> oh. Hi, my name is Nick, and you're watching Disney Channel. <laughs> <laughs> I was I would practice that on end as a kid. Oh <laughs> on man, end. it's crazy because I feel like I watched Nick way more as a kid, mm. but I also love Disney. Like mm-hmm. I love like I love Disney World. Like right. I love everything around it. I don't mm-hmm. even know if I could choose. <laughs> I was a, I was a TV kid. I watched it all. Yeah, yeah. I watched it all because like Nick gave us Drake and Josh, all right. that Nesty classified. That's what I'm saying. As told Disney, by Ginger, right? Yes. As told by Ginger is like one Some of my heat. favorite. Shows as told by Ginger was crazy. Was but then Disney Channel gave us That So Raven, Sweet Life, Zack and Cody, Phil the Future, even Stevens, Corey in the House, Disney has Corey a in whole the House, theme park, two whole yeah. five, a whole bunch yeah. of theme and parks. Like, that joint is crazy. And I feel like when we name a show, we're leaving out five others. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Was it, wasn't there like a, a Nickelodeon Studios in, in Florida or something like that? Am, am, am I tripping? No, I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, I feel like, like every a, time you won Double Dare, you would get offered like a trip yeah. there. They send, I think they're, they probably they're yeah, I know what you're talking about. But it don't and compare to Disney though. <laughs> there used to be one at this park in Virginia. Oh, really? They used to have like a little like is that Bush Gardens? Section. Not Bush Gardens. Mm. I can't remember. Kings Dominion. Oh, okay. it used to be like a little uh, Nick. Is that section six? There. Was that Six Flags? No, it was like its own like its own thing. Yeah, that's why it's not there no more. It's the park is still there, but the Nickelodeon thing is not a thing. Oh, bad, bad, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And lastly, exploring new films or running back classics. I love the feeling of when you 
take a risk on a film. Me and my dad, we have this rule. Mm-hmm. With like streaming, it becomes overwearing to mm-hmm. like try to pick, right? So we have this yeah. thing called a 20 minute rule. Mm. We'll look at something, read a description. We're like, eh, if you're iffy on it, give it 20 minutes. If it don't mm. get you in 20 minutes, do something else. Yeah. I found a lot of dope films mm. that way by the 20 minute rule. Mm. So just to say that. So for me, I would say. I probably try new things. I can run. There's certain movies though, like I could watch it wherever. Yeah. How about you? Exploring new films or running back classics? Um. This is tough. Cause I watch old stuff over and over and over. Mm-hmm. But I also love discovering new things. Maybe new things. New things. New things. New things. It's always it's always good to you find like some new yeah. things. You yeah. like new stuff. That's good. <laughs> I definitely let the anxiety of whether or not I'm going to like something stop me from watching something new. So I'll, I'll like, I could watch Soul Plane over and over. Oh <laughs> I could watch Next Friday over and over. Um, I'm Coach Carter. Um, the, the, the joint with Denzel. I remember the Titans. Like, oh, yeah. certain movies, like, I can just watch endlessly and, like, yeah. not get tired of. Same. So, I've watched yeah. The Godfather every week for, like, what part? Part one and two, like I yeah. like those are my favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've watched it not as much recently, but for like ten years, I watched it every week. I'm mm. not even being dramatic. You know what's <laughs> funny? You know what's funny? I think with part one and part two, just really quick for film people. After you watch those, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to watch a lot of not just mob stuff, but like just general crime movies oh, in general because you see like. The oh, best. that scene. That yeah. scene. Like, it's the source material for all this other is, stuff afterwards. So you're that like, movie is so good. oh my gosh. Like, I, I get it now. Like, mm-hmm. you get it. But that, that y'all got to watch that. That's mm-hmm. so, so important to it. Funny enough, I've never seen The Godfather. <gasps> never. Do that. You have to do Love that yourself. literally when we leave. Wait, <laughs> don't tell yourself, me that you I, I don't want to run through the list of things that I haven't seen that are, uh, that I feel like are like mandated movie watching that people talk about all the time. Do you no, see you my face? That's going to be my favorite movie. <laughs> Not you 10 have, years. No, 10 years of his OD. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, honestly, it's probably longer than that, but I can definitely say consistently, I watch it every week mm. Wow. for 10 years. But wow. I've definitely seen it hundreds of times. Mm. It's everyone in my family's favorite movie. Like My dad really loves the movie. So that like, movie is <laughs> yeah. so... Both One and two are so good. They're fantastic films. Yeah. Mm. For dialogue, filming, so just good. all of it. Okay, one day. One day I'll see it. <laughs> no, you have to literally do that when you leave. <laughs> Let's jump into the chat. Valentine's Day special. So we got Ooh. the Super Bowl. We got Valentine's Day. And then we are being treated to a versus battle between the two guys we discussed earlier, Anthony Hamilton and Music Soul Child. Now, while we may prefer music, who do we think is going to take this battle? <sighs> I feel like you got to be bliggity black to really know Anthony's like catalog. Mm-hmm. Like you got to be black it's the big bone you gotta like Can charlene like walk you like, like you gotta know no but like mm-hmm. coming from where i'm from that's my song I'm too I, yo anthony got the stuff he's yeah. got the stuff i he do got, think music is gonna take it but it'll too. be very close yeah. he said love mm. yeah <laughs> b-u-d-d-y as soon as he gets into that bag it's it's you know there's a music heater that people always forget. It's called Yes. How's that go? It's good. The answer is yes. Oh, yes. Three years That's a good song, too. Hmm. Yeah. You think he's going to drop that? I don't think so, but it's like, he it's should. one of those ones for the super fans. Yeah, he should. I'm a super fan. Or 143. That's my other one. Mm. He should drop that. He, does, he, he has a lot he of a lot. joints. Like, if you're in the, mm-hmm. in the music catalog, 
I think it's going to be a very exciting versus. I'm hyped. Because 20 records of music, like, mm-hmm. he has 10 mega joints, mm-hmm. yeah. right? But the other 10 that he's going to weave in there, that's yeah. just like, oh, my God. Yes. We're going to get so many, like, moments. Yeah. It's, like, it's going to unlock a lot of memories. I can't wait. I'm yeah. excited. I'm hyped. Yeah, should be a good time. Shout out to Versa for putting that together. New music from the weekend. We got a Nicki Minaj and Lil Baby record called mm-hmm. Do We Have a Problem? Did, yes. we, did we have a problem with this record? That video is crazy. Mm. I Like cinematic experience. <laughs> wow. I was like, I was not prepared for like, mm. for like that. I saw like the teasers and stuff, but I was mm. like, wait, like this is a, a mini episode. Mm. That was really, really good. It was really good. What you thought, Armand? Uh, I actually didn't see the video. Like for me, I'm I'm never in a rush to like mm-hmm. check out music videos these days, which sucks. It 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 <laughs> it sucks that we feel that right. way. That music videos just don't mm-hmm. do that. The song I thought it was cool. I it felt to me like Nicki was chasing the little baby sound a, a little too much. Wow. And yes. what I was expecting mm-hmm. was like sparring. Like Nicki is not just one of the greatest female rappers all time if not the greatest but she's one of the greatest rappers yeah, that we've ever heard and little Baby's on, on a tear right now so I, I was expecting her to That's kind of have yeah. more of the like little Baby has to step into her world but okay. it felt like she was trying to keep up with him and mm. while it was cool that. it was kind of like eh like I, 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 I didn't love it so I mean it's, it's a cool record um, I'm interested in what the longevity of it will be but I, I can't say I loved it it was it was cool there's a song at the end of the video I think it's called Bussin' mm-hmm that song goes crazy. Mm. Like, See, you, you got to talk about another song. That <laughs> I think that speaks to the song, though. Mm. Yeah, I think it's just, it's like a cool record. Like, mm-hmm. it's cool. Like, yeah. it's... What did we say last week? Yeah. What did we say? We were talking last week, uh-huh. like, too often these days, we just, we hear something, we're like, oh, that was cool. Like, yeah. things don't... And you and I were talking before yeah. we recorded, like, you feel like music is not, you know, at, yeah, at its so, best right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like... Yeah, it sucks. It's like, Stuffy. oh, that was cool. Like we we don't be having much more to say these days. Yeah. Like, so and I'm, I'm also, and I've said this so much on the pod, and we talked about it before. But like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm just tired of little baby's run. Like he he needs to take a break. <laughs> he's he's not hitting that next no! gear for me. It's a lot of good. Yeah. Verses. Some are great, but. But you want an album? I'm 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 ready for the album, yeah. and I also just like I don't know. Like he he just he has to evolve, and not that I'm saying he has to do something different, but he like. I don't rush to hear the baby feature anymore. Like when, when he was first on his run and he peaked last year, I feel I was like, "Oh, little baby verse, I'm on it." Now I'm like, again, like he's on everything. <laughs> yeah, he's here. on everything. People love him. Yeah, yeah. Love him. yeah, you know, which is which is great for him. I'm happy for him. I'm not a hater, but I personally am just tired of of him. The funny thing, the way music worked too. These are probably old joints. They probably, probably. recorded these joints a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, it it made me feel like that whole thing that you're saying that I'm, you're totally on point. I was like. Nikki don't gotta chase nobody. Mm-hmm. Like Nikki could just be Nikki, and it felt like a legend trying to do something current, mm-hmm. as opposed to me. Like it's like Nikki, just be you. Mm-hmm. Like the beat was solid, everything was cool. Like you know, it was just cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, yeah. and I think neutral music is really like bothersome to me at this point because I'm like, I want my, I want the legends to do things. Mm-hmm. Like I want to, you know, I I want that moment from them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. especially from Nikki. So like I. I, I you know, I had a I little bit a higher nice expectations. Little, a nice little like heat check. Like that's kind of mm-hmm. how I'm seeing it. Like it gave us a good visual. She's barred up still. Like mm-hmm. however yeah, you yeah. feel about like the beat or whatever, she's still barred up. Mm-hmm. And she announced last night that like her album is coming before the summer. So like mm-hmm. I think it's a nice little Tim check, but I definitely am like the song that like ends that comes on at the end of the video, I'm like, ooh, like mm-hmm. 
like it, it just got that's me what like, saying, oh, right like, point, there's, though. yeah there's like a lot there's like a lot more and i feel like there's a very high expectation for what she does and like delivers yeah. too so i do think even if i feel like if this might have been anyone else i'm like oh like yeah that was cool mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah. with her she's got extra pressure on her yeah she's a superstar and, yeah. you know i think uh queen was very polarizing like i i liked queen mm-hmm. Um, I know some people didn't like it yeah. at all, and you know we're four years, almost four years removed from that. Right. So it it is time for a new Dang, Nicki that was album. A long time. It was a while, yeah. right? And she was doing a lot of different things on that. She was doing Afro beats. She was keeping up with the current sound. She got back into right. the Nicki kind of boom bap type bag. She did a lot of things. So I was like, all right, what's her direction here? And if she's if she's chasing and trying to be too modern, I, I don't know how I'm going to feel about yeah. it. But right. We'll see when the album comes. Yeah. Whew. Uh, Two Chains' "Dope Don't Sell Itself," his seventh studio album released this weekend, features from Lil Baby, of course, <laughs> Lil Dirt, Moneybag Yo, NBA YoungBoy, um, Stove God Cooks was on there, a bunch of other people. Before I get to my thoughts, I, I put out a, a review for it on Hip Hop DX this weekend. You are welcome to check that out. I'm going to let y'all talk about it before I say what I have to say. Uh, well, I can't talk about the whole thing because I only got to three songs. And then, and then it was that was it for me. It was very telling. I, I had to, very telling. I had to go Aww. ahead and I had to step away. You had to step away. Yeah, because I the last project with the joint with like the Ariana joint, the Rules of the World rapper go to the league. So you I, know what's crazy is you I, forgot he dropped the album a year after that. So, so help too. me God, so, which was yeah. not that great either. So oh wow, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I'm, I'm I we're in a we're in the turnover. The, the turnover is happening. Yeah. Everyone is in the back nine of their career now, and it's kind of really starting to show. And mm-hmm. it's like weird for me. Oh, I told him I liked it. Mm-hmm. I, I like Two Chains. I mean, if you like it, listen. <laughs> I'm a big Two Chains fan. I definitely That's felt like saying. it was a very commercial Two Chains effort, mm-hmm. though. That's the one thing that I felt like it was just a little. Which like he always has like one commercial song, yeah. but then like you kind of get into it and it's like, oh, he's got like this little soulful joint over here, and he's got like this vibe over mm-hmm. here. So it definitely felt a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But the thing I like Two Chains for is I like his puns. Like I like yeah. I like his wittiness. It's so like in he's some always ways, yeah. like he was. The stuff he was saying on this, like, it made me laugh. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I love it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm in. But definitely, even like the sound of it, I was like, oh, okay. But there's a mm-hmm. song with, I think, 42 Doug. I like that million song. Million Dollars Worth of Game, yep. The song that samples Laffy Taffy, I like. Neighbors Know My Name, yep. Does he have a song with Dirk? Am Dirk I is on Lost Kings with uh, Sleepy Rose. That song is good. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I, there's a, there's a few on there that, yeah, that there, I like. There are a few. So, sure. segueing into your thoughts. <laughs> What are your thoughts? How is it, what is it like as a journalist living with something that you have to write about, but mm-hmm. you don't like? Uh, it's tough, but it's it's a good exercise, I think. Um, and we talked about this in like yeah. episode two, episode three. You have to write about things you don't like and you have to learn how to do that because it is difficult because mm. you, you don't want to completely trash something. You want to find good things within it, but you have to make your critiques still something that people want to read there's there's some writers who just trash stuff and they're just completely like all negative and there there's no there's no cleverness there's there's nothing fun or engaging it's just like oh like you just hate you just hate this like i feel like the review i did even if you disagree with me you can probably see my perspective and i hope i made you laugh a few times um (laughs) but uh yeah i was sitting with this album for a month and um I I wanted to like it. I really wanted to like it because Aww. I didn't like So Help Me God that much. <laughs> I, I did like Rapper Go to the League. Um, I really love Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. That's my favorite Two Chains album. That goes crazy. And it feels like 
he is kind of at an impasse where with rapper go to the league and pretty girls like trap music, he tried to be a little more uh, substantive with his Mm -hmm. music, you know, rapper go to the league. He's talking about financial literacy and the state of the country and all these things. And people didn't like it because they're used to one thing from two chains. Mm -hmm. So him trying to become more serious and mature, Mm -hmm. people don't like that when they want birthday song and no lie and all that stuff. So, this album to me felt like he was trying to revert back to the old two chains when he was at his peak early t- early 2010s and and it's just like he's beyond those days like he's he he, he kind of lost lost his step a little bit like his 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 he's not getting as much lift on his jumper the mm. the the things that we I liked when I was younger yeah. I didn't didn't really go for like there the, there were definitely some good punchlines I agree but a lot of the lyrics really dragged down the songs for me. I also felt like some of the features didn't give their best effort. Roddy's hook was boring. Little baby's verse was a little baby verse. It's like it's gonna be good, but I want you to like have me like you know m- yeah, m- making yeah, the face. Like yeah, yeah. I, I want to be I want to be amazed by it. Um, so it was it was definitely tough because I really did want to like it. I, I I don't think I don't think he has anything to prove. Like Two Chains is is a legacy act. He he's given a lot of equity to the game. People respect him. You can right. always go back to the music from his glory days. Love him. But uh, this album just right. did it it, it it did not give. It it, t- it took it took more it than took, it gave. It took my time too because I, I was staying up late listening to this joint, <laughs> writing about it. No way. Uh, going back, back and forth with my editor, just you know, trying to get different things right, and um, yeah, it was it was definitely definitely disappointing. The, the good thing is he kept it to twelve songs, thirty three minutes, so he didn't overstay his welcome. We didn't have to force ourselves through something That's too long. That's the perfect album, Lace. Yeah, I love, oh, I love me a nice little absolutely, absolutely. Give me twelve songs. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. The fact you said it reminds you of twenty tens. That definitely, I was like. Mm-hmm. Take me back to high school. Maybe yeah. that's why I was like, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Like, production-wise, it's like, production's great. And, and, and then he starts rapping. It's like, oh. <coughs> So, yeah. Yeah, it was it was, it was was uh, definitely definitely a tough listen. Um, so, yeah, I can check out my review for my full thoughts on it. Um, and, hey, if you don't agree, that's if you like it, I, I don't want to change your, your perspective on it at all. I don't have the power to do that. I'm just one guy with an opinion. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like <laughs> <laughs> good. You like I'm hey, you I'm, I'm, hey, hey, I I respect it. I love diversity of thought. Like yes. like because you said that, maybe I'll go back to it. Maybe not. We'll oh, see. after a month? What's gonna change after a month? Uh, I don't know. You know, that's just I'm not gonna that's, lie. That's I have is. had music opinions change. Yeah, hundred like, percent. After a few months. Hundred percent. Blonde after, Blonde I didn't like him initially. But like after, after constantly listening to it or distance, I feel like it's the distance. Then you revisit. Yeah. Yeah, distance Some distance I'm about to yeah. say, if I you go, yeah. go running back tonight, I'm like, yeah, no, bro, no, no, I don't no, think no, you're gonna no, change. Not, not tonight. Not to, I honestly don't want to listen to it for a while, I, and I don't think we're gonna. Aside from million dollars worth of game, I don't. I'm I'm trying to do this thing now where I, I predict what the hit is gonna be, and that's kind of unpredictable because people resonate right, with right, different right. things. But to me, there's nothing on here that is like the oh that's gonna be the, the one. goer like, yeah. that's gonna be do the you one. feel like he needs to make hits anymore but i think that's Two what chains. he is that's just what he does that's like, his vibe that's right what he is. that's what so he's given do you given. feel like he would be that's very interesting because he's mm-hmm. definitely a hit guy and that's mm-hmm. what i think of yeah and sometimes i'm like just with all artists in general sometimes i'm like maybe we don't need an album just give me some hits yeah. <laughs> like yeah. give me a little ep yeah that's fair yeah i think that's a fair thing mm-hmm. especially for legacy acts like man if y'all yeah. ain't got nothing to say just get on somebody. Hey, you don't have to say anything. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, a high point of the weekend for me, Saba dropped his album, Few Good Things, with yes. features from Smino, Black, G Herbo, Mariba, Fouché was on there, uh, Pivot Gang, of course, Fouché, ben- Benjamin Earl Turner, Black Thought was on there. Crazy. Uh, 14 song offering. 
I, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I definitely really enjoyed it. Um, G Herbo doesn't really do it for me. He does not at all. Really? Yeah, G Herbo doesn't do Much really love do and it for respect, me. but it's not it yeah. for me. Yeah. Like, I, I would have preferred Survivor's Guilt without him there. Mm. Um, I love Still with Black and Smino, but my thing, I hate when artists feature Black and only have him do the hook. You need the Black verse. You, you need the Black verse. Why? Get the Black verse because Black be spitting. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like you, you, you need the black verse. So, but that's what I'm saying. I was, I, I was, I was a little let down by that. Mariba, she's one of my favorite voices in music right now. Like her yeah, voice is angelic. It is like she's fire. I can listen to her forever. And Fouché was really dope too. Um, love her. We talked about I her. Love me some Fouché a while ago. So yeah, I, I, I was really happy with this, and I, I love the message. She put out like a post before the album. Like you know, people box my music into like trauma music, and it's like you know, I'm, I'm trying to be cathartic, and I don't like don't be so judgmental like give it a listen like everything i put out is is an 100 out of 10 for me so you know i just want you to give it a fair listen and like embrace it it was he he said a lot it was a long post but i was like this is dope like you know kind of showing that the criticisms do bother you a bit but also like not like getting emotional about it and saying like you hate you know writers and all that just like kind of giving people like uh, a preface like you know just just engage with the stuff Mm -hmm. and give it a fair shot before you go crazy on it so how'd y'all feel i I ran i love it i love him i haven't finished it but Mm -hmm. i think he's great Mm -hmm. i've loved his music for years and i like i'm a very big like i like when people rap over like soulful beats and that's really like my bag i love all all hip-hop though but Mm -hmm. he just does that so well so yeah, I was locked in. I'm yeah. a fan. <laughs> you seem very pleased. Yeah, I was very pleased. I I heard the single. Mm. Um, you know, I'll be honest. I typically don't go to this type of hip hop mm. like a lot. Like mm. for me, it, it kind of in a way like a lot of it just kind of blends together. Like mm. there's a lot of people who you know do this, like you said, like more soulful rap. Yeah. Like they're rapping on like stuff that you could sing to easily. Mm. Um, for Love me, it, it just kind of like it, it. It always just kind of like I don't know. Maybe one or two will pop out for me, but yeah. um, I enjoyed the single though. I I, I didn't really, I, to be honest, I didn't get to the project, mm. but so I won't judge it off that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I enjoyed. Yeah, no, no, some people would. No, some people be like, I, I ain't hear it, but I know it's trash. Right. Well, how? No, see, come on, <laughs> that is that's goofy. Yeah. That's irresponsible. Mm-hmm. But um, no, no, no. I I respect people like that because um, mm-hmm. you know I know he has something to say. But I'm curious, yeah. the trauma. Thing, the comment that people mm-hmm. say about him what is what do you think that's based in comes from his album care for me in 2018 that was very like deep very emotional very somber music but it was it was really good and yeah. so it, it's the thing that kind of for some people broke him through so then that that label is is, is attached to you forever oh, okay. and like also just the way he sounds his voice like yeah he he, he be sounding like he'll, he'll, very monotone something yeah, yeah he was exactly sad, and yeah. like and like he'll be saying some flex shit like oh like i don't need these millions but just the way he sounds you, you you'll just like, assume like, it's something what you sad about yeah you good? yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's very, um, like, he's very chill when mm-hmm. he raps. like a chill rap vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah and he, he's like very reclusive too. Like he doesn't really post all that much. He's not like I lo- I outside love, all that. that. Yeah, he's he's, he's like focused that. on the music. He was, I think, he was the first person I ever interviewed on camera. Actually, oh really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Got <tap laughs> Had a big afro. Had hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when you do listen to it, I, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. There are some upbeat trap uh, type beats and all that. Yeah, so like, yeah. it's it's not just one long yes. you know oftentimes he's great it's like him and the it's Isaiah, like smoke music it's like him the, he, precisely <laughs> him the Isaiah Rashad's it's mm-hmm. like the, the people who are like I know you're saying something but like it just something about it doesn't capture me mm-hmm. you don't do you like Isaiah Rashad I respect Isaiah Rashad oh 
I like I will listen to like I listen to the project. I was like, whoa, like the house is burning. So I was like, good. this is, this is good. Yeah. This is good. This but is it's like, definitely yeah, maybe on a they, different. They're this... chill. They're very chill, yeah. right? And I don't smoke, so it's like <laughs> I that. Yeah. not that you need to smoke to listen to it, but um, all that to be said, it's like I don't know something about it. Like I, I, I know yeah. they're saying stuff. It's I know just, they it rap it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm and just that's like cool. if it was that or some R and B, I'm like listen to R and B. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. No, it, is, no. it is nothing wrong with having preferences. Exactly. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. So, exactly. Yep. Let's jump into our employee of the month, our new employee of the month. Want to give a big shout out to my brother Jamil Rayburn, aka Meals. Clap it up for Meals, Meals. my guy. Met Meals through Twitter um, a couple years ago. Uh, I I went from being a guest on the A Show, the wrestling podcast that he does, and now being on RNC, where he is the creative director for RNC Radio Live, co-host of the A Show, The Lookout, It's a Challenge, and formerly Two Belts Podcast. He is also a, a freelance journalist with bylines in Billboard, Up Rocks, Complex, The Hundreds. This is R&B and Rassel Rap. You've probably seen some of his viral tweets. The man be tweeting about anime, wrestling, <laughs> music, basketball. He's he's a Knicks fan. Nice. Sorry to hear that but um the meals my guy um love the work he's doing love all the inspiration and mentorship that he's given me so i want to give a shout out to you our new employee of the month jameel rayburn aka meals my guy shout out to him all right let's hear some music busy black business month and we're going to play some black tunes so let's hear from a silky black voice none other than the best song wasn't the single but you weren't either. Come so, back, Frank. Please, it's Black Business Month. Please come back. <laughs> Five hundred ten days right. without Frank Ocean. Yeah. <laughs> we got to add to the counter. Um, so you know, for Busy Black Business Month, we like to play some empowering Black songs, some songs related to Black people and what we've encountered in life—the good and the bad. You know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, our guest Nadira, what did you bring for us to play? I'm excited. For I chose Optimistic by Sounds of Blackness. Mm-hmm. This is the this one. Song. Yes. <laughs> Let's jump into it. The Blackness.
I just touched the clouds. I yeah. want to play that whole thing, man. My spirit just touched the clouds. I was wondering, I was like, let this whole thing rock? My spirit touched the clouds. The long intro is worth it, too. Of course. You gotta just let that beat breathe. They be letting it cook. Yeah. Let it marinate. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I miss that. I miss that. I miss, I really wish. Mm-hmm. There was an artist or a few artists in the the sphere right now that gave us that type of stuff mm-hmm. regularly. Stuff that's like mm-hmm. non corny inspirational. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, I mean, that, <laughs> no, I, get and it. I think no, people try yeah. to be inspirational for that. Oh, that's corny. But I also yeah. think that's weird too. But that's in a whole, that's a episode in itself of mm-hmm. why people always try to like, you know, inspirational music try to like say it's corny off. Yeah. Just people hate positivity, bro. It's weird. <laughs> it's also, sad. Also, positivity has kind of become like a persona too. Yeah. Especially with social media where it's like, oh yeah. Like it's, so I feel like sometimes even when people do try to do it genuinely, it's like, all right, well, I didn't open my Instagram to 10 positive quotes today. So <laughs> yeah. it's just not really going to hit the same versus like back but, then. And I think that's what, with that song. Yeah. So it's like, as long as you keep your head to the sky, almost like kind of like so you can win. It's like, I know you're down. It's yeah. an acknowledge. I feel like it's an acknowledgement so of good. the reality. Yeah. Right, so you know? Yeah. But anyways. I love it. I love it. Thank you for bringing that. You're Thank welcome. You. We needed that. Needed that. What you got for us, good brother? I, I brought some upbeat energy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I brought something. I was like, listen, we're doing Black Joy today, man. Mm-hmm. Like, um, this is a, this is a song that I came across. I love it. It's from the blackest place in the world, the continent. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a, a brother by the name of Burner Boy. This is oh, anybody. Let's yes. mm-hmm. tap in. Armand, tell him about the summer uniform, man. With the, with the. the, I'm I'm like kind of wearing it right now. Shirt open, just missing the shades and the cup in hand. The drink in hand. That is hilarious. Sun That is that album in summer 2019. Wow, spooky. We we used to be a proper country. (laughs) We used to be a proper country. Nah. for real. Everything yeah. felt okay when African Giant dropped. <laughs> Everything was okay. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything actually was okay. Yeah. Everything was okay. Trump was still president, but 2019, <laughs> wow. Wow. I forgot about Donda. Feels so dense, distant, too. Yeah. yeah. 
three years removed from 2019, man. It was so. I was so funny. Uh, I was when I picked the song. I was like, "What is what is the Black History Month inspiration with this?" And so I was reading on Genius, and he said it's called Anybody because it's like it's basically saying anyone who's not ready to move and is not ready to do what they're supposed to do should actually get smacked over the head. Mm. That's what basically hey, I'm saying. Yo. <laughs> right. So it's that Black love. Look, hey, you are supposed to be doing yeah, it. Get out, get out, get out. Hey. That's so funny. Okay. Get on, get on with it. Rock with that. Rock with that. Yes. <sighs> that was uh, produced by P2J. Yes. Uh, I missed the producer for Optimistic, J- Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, and yes. Gary Hines. That's all, why it sounds like the way it sounds. All legends. All legends. Wow. Uh, to finish off, I have a record that I discovered this week by the name of Black Girl Magic. And this is uh, by Che Lingo, produced by SJ Reed. So let's tap into that. Look at that black girl, look at that black girl, look at that black girl. Queen, 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 yeah. Yo, you smell it like watermelon, mango, and dreams all at the same time. I couldn't even imagine what you taste like. Treat me like an alien, I'm new to the earth. But your soul from the root that it hurts, so let me probe your mind. Yeah. Cause we can talk about the universe and grow on time. Plus, you got a glow unlike any other I've seen. Chalk that up to the melanin. Chalk that up to your elegance. Chalk that up to the relevance. You put in them paragraphs, you post them power in people with them sentences. Ooh. Passion. Soul of an African, and I can't help trying to grab a bit. And that black yo magic, 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 black yo magic, that black yo magic, that black yo, look at that black yo, hit me with all of that melanin, hocus pocus, baby, hit me with all of that melanin, hocus pocus, baby. My dog said the shrinkage weight. Yeah, that was very funny. <laughs> yeah, he had like some fun lines there. Melon and hocus pocus. You see, what do you say? Like smell like watermelon, something in dreams. Like what? <laughs> he, he was getting he was getting busy. Listeners, as you know, the stay busy slide deck. What's up? It's Shay Lingo. Pronounce Shay. I'm I'm saying here on his, on his on his uh, IG. Okay, good. Shay Lingo. Sorry, Shay. All right, we got it right though. Shay Lingo. <laughs> My bad. Well, you can hear the Shay Lingo track and all these tracks on the stay busy slide deck playlist available on all platforms for you and listeners or artists if you would like us to play play a slide you can hit us at stay busy pod on twitter and ig or email us at stay busy pod at gmail.com but the moment that you have all been waiting for let's talk to our guest fellow new jersey and so let's start hey. just talk to talk to us about you know growing up in new jersey what the what the what your household situation was like yeah. things that you were interested in all, all that good stuff yeah well south jersey is a very interesting place mm-hmm. um lots of grass definitely not <laughs> like grass, new God. york uh lots of farms and i don't know i played a lot of sports when i was a kid i was in a lot of different clubs mm-hmm. i did field hockey actually wow. when i was interesting in high school. yeah Love very that. interesting that. that i yeah. played hockey <laughs> that gave you a lot to talk about on college, uh, college scholarship essays right mm-hmm. 
You know, on, that I really, I'm I trying know, to remember I, I what, yeah, that, I definitely feel like I wrote about that for Rutgers, somewhere mm-hmm. I wrote about playing field hockey, but yeah, it was good, I, I really love my hometown, yeah. I like, I love South Jersey, I, love I actually that. like, I'm thinking about it now, like, dang, I'm going to go home, <laughs> go, go, home. Bother, go bother my parents, well, just catch NJ Transit house. right after we done, that's the, that's the only thing though, because that NJ Transit, you got to take the subway, mm-hmm. and then you got to get off mm-hmm. and you gotta get on the train mm-hmm. that train's like an hour 30 Sheesh. and then the Ooh, ride Lord. to my house is another like 20 minutes in the car mm, yeah. so it's long oh it's far yeah yeah are you an only child no i am not okay. i have two younger sisters mm. yes i was gonna say you're, twins. you are either only child or oldest child how could you tell it gives that. okay <laughs> it All gives right. that yes that's, yeah that's it gives that we love yeah. that yeah and my mom and dad were like very big on like I don't know. They're like very cool parents. Like I have like a very good like relationship with them. And like my dad and I, we we talk like every single day. Oh wow, that's yeah, dope. That's the homie. That's the homie. He will definitely be tuned into this. Shout out to you, um, wrestling fan, fellow wrestling fan. He's gonna love that. Now that you <laughs> right. said that, yes. Um, make sure that they, that, that, that they get you that belt you want. Okay. Now, <laughs> yes, we've great. said it on on great. wax. It's on wax. Get pops that belt and stop playing. Stop playing and get pops that belt, man. Yes. But yeah, they were really big on like just kind of yeah, just like doing your thing. Like mm-hmm. if you like something, like try it. That's if the best. you yeah, if you don't like something, Encouraging, you don't yeah. have to you don't have to do it no more. So yeah, I remember I ran track for a little bit and I came home one day and I was like, I hate this. And my dad was like, You don't have to do it no more. And I was <laughs> right, like, Good, right, right. like I'm mm-hmm. I'm not doing this. And then because my town um in Burlington County is so close to uh Philadelphia we literally like would go to Philly all the time. So mm. we would go to like the ice cream festival. We would go to the art museum. We'd go to the Please Touch Museum. I feel like I've been there so many times. Do Ride the Ducks and like do Philadelphia tours. Yeah, so just like big on like history and like learning about yourself and also really having like a sense of community too. Because my dad and my uncle, they own businesses in mm. our in the town right next to us in the town that they grew up in. Nice. So yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So they're really home. Still. Like they grew up yeah. in a neighboring town type stuff. Yep. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. That's nice. Yeah. So what drove you uh, when you attended Rutgers to want to study journalism and minor in African studies? So I actually wanted to be a newscaster at first. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I want to be on the news. And then same thing growing up. Like my, my mom and dad were very big on like, you know, making sure you know where you come from, learning your history, knowing things. My dad's dad, my pop-pop, he was also very big on that. So he would like nice. give me book to, books to read. He would like tell me like all these like little random like fun facts. So that's something I've just always like really, really been interested in black history and in school. And if you ask any of my friends that like I went to grade school with, they're like, yeah, she was always like, I'm going to go research this when I get home. Like, I, really, I really would. That's I would just awesome. be like intrigued by stuff. So I knew that I definitely wanted to minor in Africana studies. Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to major in it just because of the course load and the amount mm-hmm. of stuff that I was doing. But I knew that there was so much more to learn mm-hmm. about the history of um just black people and us in America and kind of like just all that goes with mm-hmm. it. And I even learned recently that in my town, there is a pharmacy that was a stop on the underground railroad. Wow. And I would have oh, never wow. even known how to like find that information if mm-hmm. it wasn't for the stuff and the amount of like research and like the learning how to research that I learned at Rutgers. So mm-hmm. that was definitely it. And yeah, I wanted to be on the news. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to like take some journalism classes. Then I kind of realized I don't really want to be on the news talking Mm. about just certain topics. Like when you're talking about the news, you kind of have to be, you can't really pick a side. Mm. You can't really have an opinion. And 
you know, when certain things were happening in the news, especially the things I think about that were happening while I was in college, I graduated in 2016, mm. I would not have been able to report on certain things and yeah. just be like, and that's the news, back to you. Like, I, I just, I, I feel too much, I have too much of just empathy and emotion and feeling for other people and other things. So I was like, that's not really the vibe. And my dad was like, well, you like hip hop, you like love music, so why don't you do music journalism? I was like, ah, that, that's Ding. good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I definitely kind of like went in that path a little bit, but also I like love TV. And mm. since I was a kid, I always like, I'm going to make a TV show one day. So mm. I kind of ended up, Manifest. yeah, where, yeah, where I'm yeah, yeah. a TV kid. What TV shows, if, if we were like, Time traveling back to the living room, seven year old and dear, what is she watching? Oh, seven. I don't know if As Told by Ginger was out yet, but definitely that. It definitely was. was. It was. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely was. that. Yeah. Definitely Unfabulous. I, I used to be locked un- in. Very underrated. Used to be locked in Unfabulous. Show. I can't remember that. Is that, some, that was a Nickelodeon show? show? Yeah, it was a Nickelodeon show. What was the yeah. character's name? I forget her name. I can't remember, yeah. but I used to be locked into that. Yeah. Um, Josh Jordan, I used to watch. Yep. Cousin Skeeter, I used to watch. <laughs> yeah, that's an old joke. Cousin Skeeter. Yeah. Degrassi, I used to sneak and watch. Mm. I, yeah, because yeah, Degrassi was a should little, not have, no, it was should a little not extra. have been watching that. Nuts. No, it was the yeah, yeah. I like maybe caught like five minutes of a few episodes. It was just like it was like this is feel like old not people at the stuff. age I was watching. It. Yeah, I yeah. We were exposed to a lot at a young age yeah, watching Degrassi. A lot, like, a lot, <laughs> a lot of stuff. And I'm trying to think. My parents are also big TV heads, so they would watch like Sopranos, like Desperate Housewives, and mm. I'd like see like, oh, like mm-hmm. this is cool. So I've just like always loved like TV, and yeah, I'd be like locked in. I but I played stairs. sports too, because they were like, we're not gonna be in front of TV. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. It sounds balanced. Yeah, it was. It was. It was good. Well, outside of your your major and minor, like, what were some some clubs that you took part in in college? Like, what were some things that you were just super passionate about? Ooh. Some memorable experiences that you had? Because Rutgers is fun. I visit Rutgers. Rutgers yes! is a good time. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I love Rutgers so much now, but mm-hmm. I remember not wanting to go there because like, if you're mm-hmm. from Jersey, it's like yeah. Who goes to Rutgers? Yeah, like I, everyone I, I, goes to Rutgers. It's yeah. like it's a safety school type. It, that's, right? it feels Literally. like it's a safety school. It feels like it's easy, quote unquote. And now I'm older. Like I have a whole different like, view on that education. Don't mean nothing. Right? Yeah. That like don't the mean way nothing. I was thinking was crazy. But I was just like, yo, like I don't want to stay. I don't want to move like 45 minutes from like my hometown and like just go to school. Like I really was not interested. But when I was there, I did a lot of organizing and a lot of activism. Okay. I learned about the history of Rutgers. I didn't know Henry Rutgers was a slave owner. I literally learned that. Like. Oh. Yeah, we learned that his family actually owned Sojourner Truth. Like wow. as a yeah, like so there were things that Whoa. like a lot of stuff that I was able to like witness and also, you know, being a part of different like activism and organizing groups was mm-hmm. very very, very big and very important for me. I also uh, co-hosted a radio show with two of my friends. No Shout out to Chisa and Katie, Rutgers Radio, 88.7. That was that was really fun. We would interview like musicians, different people in the community. Um we would do it every Friday and it was like, oh, I love this. Like I'm on the radio. Like, yeah. okay, I can send it to like my family members and That's they can fire. listen. So that was really, really fun. So all all these things we discussed, your love for TV, your your love for research, your appreciation of, of mm-hmm. black history um, led you into uh, so some of the things that you're doing now. So yeah. talk about making that leap and deciding to start your own thing in the gumbo. And also what inspired you to name it the gumbo? Yeah. Um, well, I definitely had the idea for years, honestly. Mm. I had it towards the end of my college career. And a bunch of my friends, you know, everyone, we wanted to be music journalists. We wanted to work in the entertainment space, but we also wanted to talk about music. And mm-hmm. I just noticed, especially me, like I knew I still wanted to be in TV. And that was something like, oh, like I, I still want to like do this. And so many of my friends were like, yo, like 
I'm not getting jobs. Yeah. And if I, if I am getting jobs or if I'm getting called to write, I'm not getting paid. And I was like, this is interesting. So I was like, just kind of observing and like mm. took a few months and really realized like, yo, like there's so many of my peers, so many of my friends, so many black women, people who look like me, who have the skill set, who have the ability and the opportunities are there, but one, they're not getting them. And two, if they are getting them, they're not getting paid. And that was a really, really, really big thing for me because I was so fortunate that my internships that I had in college, like none of them were unpaid. Um, But so many of my friends, especially the ones who were just strictly writing or just trying to get their clips up or trying to get, you know, their portfolio up just to have words up on a site, they weren't getting paid for stuff. And I was like, that's still work. Like, you know, like that's still something that, that should be prioritized and valued. So I knew that I wanted to do something where we can have black women talk about these things and Mm. that they could also get compensated Mm. for it. And the name is so funny. Whenever someone asked me this, it kind of came to me in a dream because I was struggling. We love that. That was the best. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what is something that like describes a thing where a whole bunch of good things come together and make something really, really good. Because I knew, like, the gumbo wasn't just going to be writing. Like, we're mm. also going to do events. We're also going to do video content. We're also going to have merch. It's not really going to be this, like... I didn't want it to be, like, another music journalism site because it's, it's really not that. And I yeah. try to not keep it like that. I want it to be this archive. I want it to be a place where we can mm. historicize stuff. I mm-hmm. also want us to have these events and have people come up, pull up and turn up with us. Mm. Also, if people want to wear merch and support or have their favorite woman rapper on something, then... They can they can do that. So literally the gumbo like came in like, oh that's good. Like I'm not mm. from the South. I'm literally from Jersey. Mm. Like I'm from <laughs> South Jersey. When people ask me like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, uh, Jersey. 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm from New Jersey, but I'm fifteen minutes outside of Philly, but yeah. Mm. And the gumbo has accomplished a lot. Um in your you. now four four years of existence yeah. starting in twenty eighteen. So fifteen K followers partnered with and received twenty five K grant from American Express. You. Over there. Thank Hosted you. the event with Red Bull, Thank named you. a caress and iPhone woman grant recipient. Thank you. Work shared by Missy Elliott, Rico Nasty, yes. and maybe Mia you've heard of X. It. Yes. Maybe How does it feel to have built something, to have, you know, conceived it? to have started it and then to see that success and see the impact it's having on people because people love the gumbo Thank like it's you. like people love it I have, I've been known about the gumbo oh wow mm-hmm. so, yeah. whenever someone says I'm like no I've way. been known yeah. really? like when he's like oh, he's like oh we, we got different I said huh Oh, of yeah. course, yeah. <laughs> oh my said, god! Oh, we got. I'm Thank like, you. we got the gumbo. Yeah. We did so much. Mm-hmm. Even like hearing that, I don't know. It's still weird. And this is one thing in 22. I'm trying to not be so like, oh, like thank mm-hmm. you. Like I'm trying to like really like, be, like yeah, no, yeah, what else? Yeah, what else? What else? But it's really. It makes me feel really, really good. But the most important thing is that you know I didn't do it all by myself. Mm-hmm. There are so many people. There is a team, Brittany, Brooklyn, every single writer mm-hmm. that we've had that's contributed. Anyone that's come to an event, anyone that's retweeted something, everyone that's donated to that crowdfunding campaign, whether it was $100, $10, $20, whatever it is, like that's the people that I'm proud of because mm. it not only showed me that this was something that was important, but it also showed me that like there is community. And I feel like yes. sometimes you forget, especially you know, on the internet all the time, like you see a lot of crazy stuff. <sighs> You'd be arguing. Yeah. They'd be, they'd be doing a whole <laughs> bunch of different things. And like for me, I was I am very proud of myself, but I'm more more proud of all of the people that allowed this to exist mm. and and grow and continue to grow mm. for so long. And I'm glad that anyone that does work with us, you know, they get compensated. Like that's a very big thing for me. I remember when I first started it, I was taking my late show checks and I knew, okay, I'm starting it 
this September, as soon the week we get back from the Emmys. I remember I had it in my head. I was like, this yeah. is when it's going live. Mm-hmm. I saved every single check for a year mm. to literally be able to pay people to write. And it's st- I still was like, oh, I wish I could like pay people more. But right. I knew like I was using my, my money like I'm not going out. Like I'm not going to buy these sneakers. Like I'm going to use this to like wow. pay people. So they're catching up. That's amazing. Ooh, I love yeah. that. I just I'm going to yeah, go ahead no. and give a moment for that. Because it, it, it means so much like as because I, I had that same thing coming up in journalism where you put in the work like hours. You're staying up late to get this article out, and you're not getting paid for it. Like, it's Yo, really, yeah. exposure. You're getting paid in exposure, and you know one day we'll get you paid, and then that one day never yeah. comes. So I, I know it means a lot for the people mm-hmm. that are working yeah. with you that you immediately upon coming in, like you're going to be compensated for the work. And yeah, the effort and you, you get put paid in. before your article goes up. Oof. Not like I don't know what the. Oh, you showing? Love, that's the other love. thing. Like I'm not really when people like talk to me about freelancing. Like I've never really been in that space. Mm-hmm. Like I've. Yeah. Had my internships. I've been at the late show since I graduated from Rutgers. Like I don't, yeah. I don't know that. So like, that's the other thing I would hear from my friends. Like, yeah, like it's a net thirty or a net. And I'm like, what is that? And they're like, yeah, yeah they're late on it. And I'm like, how mm-hmm. are you late on like someone's payment? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, if you can't yep. afford to pay someone, then say, hey, we're just not going to do this project right now. But that's another big thing for me. Is like, all right, the morning of like your article, when your article is supposed to be posted, gets sent, money sent. I see that it's confirmed, sent or received, mm. and then we we post. Like that's, that's like a that's a vibe. And wow. there's different things. It's also not just we have the writing, we have the journalism. But another thing for me is I noticed like I would like tweet my music opinions. And like, again, like my dad, he was born in Philly. Like he has like a big like love of like Philly rap. All my mm-hmm. family's from Philly. So I know a lot about mm-hmm. Philly rap and rap in general. And I would mm-hmm. tweet stuff and it would be like people like tweeting me like, oh, like you don't know that. Or what's this? I'm like, what? Why does this happen to women online? Like when yeah. we give our music mm-hmm. opinions, like yep. people got to come in and be like, well, I'm going to quiz you now since you know so they much about state property. Women. Yeah. Name all the members. And I'm like, okay, bro. bro. So that was the other <laughs> thing. I was like, maybe sometimes like I just want to talk about like my hip hop opinions with like my girlfriends. Yeah. Like I don't like, and I'm sure there are girlfriends that have other girlfriends that rather mm-hmm. just like, let's share our hip hop opinions together so we like don't that. have to feel like. Oh, if I tweet something every time it's like a pop quiz on like, right. well, since you're a woman, like, no, we've been here from the beginning. So like, let us rock weird, and like yeah. talk about it. So that was the other thing too. It's like, yeah, we have that part, but it's also a community too. I love that. One thing black women get together, they're going to get something done. Yes. Like that. Okay. Come on now. <laughs> yes. We love it. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just soaking in this. I'm just, <laughs> okay. I'm just enjoying myself here. Um, Thank you. So talk about what inspired you to do, and I'm, I'm sure I could probably answer this based on what mm-hmm. we're talking about, but uh, History Books Omitted, your, your Instagram Oh my series. God, yeah. yes. So that was, yeah, that's, you just reminded me that I got to do something for that. Oh man, more work, hey. Never um, stops. That was something that kind of came up during, what was that, 2020? Mm-hmm. Summer 2020? After George Floyd, Mm. I think there was like kind of like a rush of just people sharing so much information and people trying to like learn more. A lot of people like, oh, I feel I feel like I don't know this or I feel guilty. I don't know this or I'm trying to like learn about this. And I'm just like I kind of felt like there were so many things in history. Even the thing I told you about my hometown, like Mm -hmm. I discovered that while I was like researching for history books. I found like a whole history on my whole town, the city and like people coming in on like the river between. I'm like, oh, like this is crazy. Like there are so many things from Seneca village to, you know, what they were doing, um, how they were testing on prisoners in, in Mm. certain populations in Philadelphia. I'm like, there are so many things in our history that I feel like people should just know about. Mm. And 
the way, again, I was raised, like, I I felt like I always knew about this, this one random little thing that, yeah. like, mm-hmm. no one, like, knew about. Or, like, this one little black history fact. Like, I would go to museums. Also, do I say museums weird? Pause. Because someone told me, they're like, why do you say, say museum like that? You, you say museum, it sounds, yeah. 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 <laughs> someone, literally, I'm I said it one day, so I was like, where are you from? And so, I was like, oh. what do you mean? Okay. <laughs> anyway. But... I used to go to museums all the time and I was like, yo, like there's just mad history that like we're not learning in schools, mm-hmm. people don't know about. And even after I graduated from Rutgers, I'm like, I took so many Africana studies courses and my friends who might have been engineer majors or biology majors couldn't take these courses because they literally had to take the other courses to yeah. graduate. So I'm like, why not just do some research? I literally love doing it. Like I have so much fun sitting on like a Wikipedia page, then going on JSTOR, then going on like Library of Congress. JSTOR. Like that's very Ooh. fun. For me, like you just unlock the whole. So Jason, when's the memories, last time right? I touched Jace? I'll be on there every day. It's very nerdy, wow. but yeah, I was like, why not just share like some history for people if you know, like they they don't know about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was really it. Who's your favorite black historical figure that people may not oh, know the story about, man. or that maybe they they get left out of the conversation in black mm-hmm. historical figures that are so important? Sarah Spencer Washington. So I know a lot of times when we talk about. um the first black millionaire, we talk about like all the hair care products. There was a movie made on Netflix. There's mm-hmm. so many people that we talk about. But she actually had her imprint in Atlantic City mm-hmm. and she made a lot of money. But she also built up different community centers. She also was very big on the, you know, just advocating for the equal rights of, of black people in, in South Jersey at mm-hmm. the time. And I'm like, this is such a amazing figure and that's another thing too that kind of made me feel like history books omitted is so necessary because there's so much i learned when i was researching about new jersey and about my town and about you know the towns around it even the town close to me was a levittown like and if you know about levittowns you know that historically they would say no black people are allowed to live here Mm -hmm. like that's a town literally that's like five minutes from me very very close so i was like yo like this woman is from New Jersey. She had her own cosmetics company. She also was so charitable. She hired so many different people. She would go to restaurants and literally sit there and say, yo, you need to desegregate this and like, or, you know, like let, let black people in here. Like, mm-hmm. or I'm not, I'm not getting up. I'm not leaving. Like just the stuff that she did. I'm like, how have I never heard of this person? I'm literally like from this area. So when I discovered her, I just thought it was just so cool that someone like that existed. She's an entrepreneur. She obviously, of course, made a lot of money, but she also gave a lot of it back to her community, and that was like such a big thing for me. So yes, Sarah Spencer Washington, you should look her up. We She's love great. that. Amazing, amazing. Um, and, and speaking about uh, black women, black black girl magic. You know, one thing I love about uh, the black woman community is that they're all very like pay it forward. Like uh, you're gonna lift as you climb. Yeah, which is yeah. which is incredible. Obviously, you've Thank done you. it with your with your platform as well. But who's someone who? Lifted you up as as you were climbing up. Who's who's some of your mentors? People that you you look to. The person that you text every time something big happens. Like thank you for. Oh my gosh! You know. Well, my parents are definitely those people. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that's like the. That sounds close. Yeah, I, I love that. <laughs> I love my that's parents. Nice. Yeah, they. I honestly text them when something big happens, or even like a small little thing. Mm-hmm. If I'm like, oh, like I just saw piece of tissue on the ground. Like I'll text them. Like I don't, yeah, I don't care. Um, so I definitely will text them. Mm-hmm. I have so many prof- professors from Rutgers that I feel like if I shout out one, I might forget another. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to shout out anyone specifically. I don't want to forget. Shout anybody. out all the person- professor staff. All, especially all the black women professors mm-hmm. I have, I had at Rutgers because 
they kind of taught me a new way of understanding myself and kind of my place in this world. Um, And it's just not something that I really, I don't know, I really knew I was capable of or the things that I'm doing now I didn't think I was capable of um, being able to do. And they they aided in that. And obviously my parents as well. But those professors, especially college is such a like transformative time. Those are your formative years. And I'm not home with my parents. So now I got these new people who are like, this is good. Like, you should do this. How do you feel about this? Like, that, they're the best. Mm. So, two questions. Okay, two questions. <laughs> One, you, earlier you mentioned talking about being an archive, like the gumbo being an archive. Yeah. I thought that was a, such an interesting way to say it. Uh-huh. So, tell me about what an archive looks like today and what that looks like for you. Yeah. And then I'll get to my second question. After well, there. an archive, to me, the biggest thing is that it's accessible. Mm. So, it's okay. a place you can go and you can learn. That's how I view an archive. I know people have different definitions of it. I definitely want there to be one day some sort of like physical place that people can go oh, to wow. like learn about it. Just because, I mean, I know it's 2022, but everybody don't have phones. Everybody does not have laptops. Everybody Let's doesn't keep have it, access. So keep it phone. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's definitely something for me. But the way I envision the gumbo, which is why sometimes when people are like, oh, like I, is it like journalism? I'm like, yeah, but not really, is because it's not really about us keeping up with like who dropped a new song or like this is today's no music. We can definitely do that. Yeah. We'll get retweets. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. But also 20 years from now, if someone is not familiar with a specific woman from this time, I want them to be able to say, oh, like I'll just go on the gumbo and like look them up. Ooh. And like that, you know, that that's it. I think there are so many people who have read the gumbo who have literally sent me like messages. I've, I get like notifications all the time that we're like quoting like academic works. I'm like, wow, mm. this is really cool. Like people quoting Calm. The work that the women on the gumbo um, have done, but just so many historical figures. I want people to be able to go back in time and go research and say, oh, I learned about this here. Or this is this is where you can go if you want to yeah. learn about this. So that's kind of how I view it. That's so important. Yeah. I feel like you answered the second question. But my second question uh-huh. you didn't say is like you said, "What is?" Uh, I feel like these women help me show what my place in this world is. And I'll yeah. ask, what is your place in this world? To be of service, I feel like that's to be of service and of service to my people and of service to myself. So making sure I'm good mentally, physically, spiritually, and then also make sure that people around me are good. Because if I'm good, then everyone around me hopefully will be good if I'm doing the best that I can. What does that look like in your day-to-day? In your day-to-day? In my day-to-day, it definitely means... I'm a very big like checker inner. I like mm. checking in on people. So I don't know. I feel like especially the past two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Important. like sometimes... People have stuff going on, and I don't hold that against anyone. So I try to be the friend. Check in. How are you? What you up to? Even if it's one quick thing. Um, and then also, which again, people aren't always going to let you in on every little thing they got going on. But just letting people know that you're like there for them and support them. I feel like it's the biggest, the biggest thing for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. This is enlightening my spirit today. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, Kitty's World, virtual music countdown show with DJ Kitty Cash, who I oh, love. Yeah. She's awesome. She's awesome. How'd, how'd you get involved with that? She literally hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> That's fire. Yeah, she told me she followed the gumbo, and she hit me up and was like, hey, like, want to bring you on for this? Mm. Yeah. Well, simple wow. as that. <laughs> simple as that. So, go ahead. You had some? No, no, go ahead. Chicken and sausage or seafood gumbo? Definitely seafood. For me, it's yeah. seafood gumbo yeah. all day. Yes. All day. Yeah. Mm. With the crab and the <laughs> shrimp and the, and then you gotta have the sausage in there too. With the andouille. Andouille sausages. Rice or no rice? I want rice. You want rice? I don't need the sausage. I'm not a, a big sausage okay, pork you, girl. Yeah, no. But no swine? 
<laughs> no swine. Swine is divine. Sublime. Wait, no swine. Y'all, I don't eat beef or or pork, but Some I eat chicken and turkey. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fish. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah fish. Yeah. Yeah. And seafood. Well, and the like crustaceans. Love me some seafood. <laughs> some, yeah. some crustaceans. Yeah. Chicken sausage is good though. Yeah. yeah. No, chicken sausage. Yo. If y'all don't know about actually. the chicken. Oh, it was busted. <laughs> That's how I was thinking. That's mad funny. <laughs> now, chicken sausage be going crazy. So where do you want to take things next with the gumbo? Well, 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 what are some some other avenues that you haven't explored yet that you think you can you can kind of take over? Visual. Mm. TV. Okay. Uh-oh. Mm. Already already produced by the gumbo yeah yeah definitely some some visuals um some documentaries Mm, yes and some larger scale events which we're in a pandemic and yeah like i want to be conscious of Mm -hmm. like the vibe like i'm not trying to yeah do do nothing too soon and rush it just to do it but when things are in a safer space and when it's warmer i definitely want us to that part yeah yeah i'm I'm not a bit i don't like the cold (laughs) really hate it but yeah yeah, i definitely want us to step into because again it really is a multimedia space it's not just you know one type of of work Mm -hmm. so yeah maybe sometimes sometimes people want to oh like i want to we had a podcast in december i want to listen to something we got that oh you want to watch something we got that oh you want to read something we got that and there are things that like it's not just like oh so and so dropped this song on this date listen to it here yes. it's like yeah. no someone really analyzed the history of like this type Mia of Mia X yeah. and Y yeah, right, right, like, right. which one of my it's just amazing like what like go go read that and you can read it over and over again like that that stuff matters I love it who is one woman rapper that you feel like people should be hip to that they may not be hip to like a newer one or older yeah, one? it could be newer it could be older like there's some old folks that yeah. people ain't hip to yeah, that should true. be hip. That's true, yeah. It's someone who, a, a, a woman rapper, black woman, who who you feel just deserves their flowers. Mm, this is a good question. <laughs> this is a good question. Everyone knows I love Emil because I consider myself okay. like, I'm a rock stan. So, mm. yes, please. I just feel like Emil and her contributions and just seeing like a woman literally next to Jay-Z, like just like mm-hmm. going crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. like, please, like. Queen, respect her. We mm. love her. I'm trying to think who else today. The thing that I love about the music landscape today, especially with women who rap, is that there's so much visibility. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think everyone is, and it's been like this for the past few years, is everyone is so excited about this era where there is, yeah. there. not only are there so many women, but there is so much visibility, is mm-hmm. that you, it's, I don't want to say it's hard to miss because it is hard to miss a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but if it's there, like you're gonna see it, yeah. you know. Like, so there's people. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I love Ken the Man. If y'all aren't hip, like I don't know. Mm. I don't, you're hip. I don't know what you're doing. I love Flo Millie. So if you're not hip, Flo you know, I like Flo Millie. Ivy Soul is amazing. Yeah, yeah. there are so many. There are yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, many. Yeah. So which is many. which is a great problem that we there have. There are so That's many, a great problem. Yeah. And, and they're so different too. You got the Megs yeah. and the City Girls. You got the Rhapsodies. Like, there's so many oh, I different. I love Rhapsody. Rhapsody's amazing. Yeah, I love Rhapsody. As we're talking about uh, women rappers, well, we talked about was I don't know if it was last week or the week before. Uh-huh. I'm curious about your thoughts when uh, there was some backlash when uh, for the latest single, the song lit, was Lick, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. For the latest song that people were talking about, saying like. All right, Megan. Like at this point, we we want to be portrayed in a different light. Don't have us looking like. Well, a then they way. could just not listen to her music. Oh. <laughs> oh. Like whenever people do that, like if you, 
And this is the thing. This is why I've been trying to stay off social media. Because uh-uh. everybody, <laughs> it's just too much. Like, if you don't like something, then just don't listen to people it. People act like they have to Let engage. Let people be who they are, mm-hmm. make what they want to make, create what they want to create. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. Like, mm-hmm. w- there are things I see every day where I'm like, I don't like this. That's not for me, yeah. Do I have to go on the internet and say, at so-and-so who made this thing, I don't like this thing mm-hmm. because this doesn't align with me as a person. And you, no, just don't consume it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I'm not with that. There are so many artists. There are so many rappers. There are so many different things that people are rapping about, talking about, and doing. If someone is not, if you're, if you don't like someone, like these artists know that there are people who don't like their music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's natural. If you create, someone's gonna like your stuff. Someone's not gonna like your stuff. Right. Just don't like their stuff and find somebody else. There's literally playlists on every streaming platform. Mm. Bunch of different rappers in there. Press shuffle, you will find someone you like. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Like, so, I just I'm just curious. So even for people, I mean, obviously we know the argument there is it's like, well, you're you're in front. You're you know you're representing black women. You do all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. People who may feel like there is a even a responsibility almost for them to like do something, and which I think is Find weird too. Else. No, I agree because I think it's weird. It's like you don't go to, we don't go to two chains for a you know um, a lyrical miracle type track. We're not mm-hmm. going for the crazy bars. You don't you go to certain people for certain things, mm-hmm. and so I think it's interesting when people try to extend that to people. It's like, well, do you even want that from Megan, or yeah. do you even want that from a certain it's also artist? Not fair because. So many women who rap, especially Megan, are multidimensional. Yeah, and right, I feel yeah. like the moment someone, especially black women, the moment black women in rap do that that thing that like they don't like, then, oh, that's all they do. And right. everyone's like, it's what? Right. And there are so many men who rap that will rap about the same, same thing yeah. in yeah. every song. And yeah. I love it. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm into <laughs> it. Like, I'm no, it. that's your bag. Like, let's yeah. do it. Every song. Track two, three, four, five, six, mm-hmm. same topic. Like, mm-hmm. it's lit. Different beat. Cool. Like, yeah. I just like, I don't know. People are so weird. Like, I'm, um, I hate that. If yeah. you don't like something, simply don't like it and find something you do. Mm-hmm. You don't have to hold someone accountable for, for your feelings. And yeah, I think yeah. more people need to think like that especially when it comes to music you don't enjoy it then don't enjoy it yeah. we mm. we love Meg like <laughs> straight up yeah, no. so the, the the point you just made kind of uh, triggered something I mean not like triggered uh-huh. like negative but so as as a journalist I've had this internal conflict where when I recognize something isn't for me I, I usually stay away but I feel like with the job that I have the responsibility of storytelling about the yeah. music critiquing the music I feel like I have to stay aware of everything even stuff I don't for really sure. like artists I don't really like I still sure. engage with is, is that something you felt too that I internal? definitely especially since doing the gumbo you kind of have to be a you have to be abreast of what's going on I think mm-hmm. the difference though is someone who is an actual journalist or cultural critic versus mm-hmm. someone who just wants to be like mean or like mm-hmm. get a, get a bunch of retweets yeah, off yeah. or you know like it's a, it's a totally different thing and I don't even see those as in the same realm because mm-hmm. a lot of times it's that person on this side who's just like being a hater or being spiteful or again trying yeah. to hold another human being accountable for their thoughts mm-hmm. it's like just don't listen to it like simple as that yeah Yeah. don't listen to it Mm. on the entrepreneurial side of things as an entrepreneur yourself i don't know if you consider yourself so that's in my question what is your word of advice to the tired entrepreneurs out there Mm. who are tired rest (laughs) i literally did that at the end of the year at the end of 2021 i was really like so burnt out Mm. like actually incredibly burnt out like i don't even know how i was still like 
getting stuff done just because I felt like, especially with the gumbo and then work, I had not really stopped doing anything for like a long time. So literally rest. I think a lot of times, especially with social media, especially now, so many people, everyone has something. Everyone has a business. Everyone has a clothing line. Everyone has a podcast. Everyone has a company. Everyone has people doing taxes. Like everyone has something, you know, and there you can feel like you have to be. You have to constantly be doing something mm-hmm. because every time you open your apps, 10 people doing Somebody something, you're like, doing, mm-hmm. dang, like, well, when's the last time doing? I did something? Like, <laughs> what am I doing? And mm-hmm. for me, I, I needed to, one, I, I needed to take a step back from being so inundated on my personal social media, which is the first thing I did. So, like, I had my my work socials, but I was like, I'm going to log out of these accounts on my, my phone for a while, like, just not being so inundated mm. and just rest, like, literally rest. Like, I do Pilates every day now. Oh, like. Nice. I be meditating, journaling at night. Like I put my phone on Do Not Disturb. So mm-hmm. once it hits 10 p.m., people I'm, can't I'm call me or like text. Too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. And if I'm, I'm, you know, if I have other stuff going on, then I'll, I'll do that. But as far as like being up on the phone or texting or reading certain things after a while, I don't do that. I'll just grab like a book instead. Like mm-hmm. I'm really trying to be less, less locked into what everyone else has going on mm-hmm. and more focused on what I have going on. Yeah. And. The key to that is resting. Mm-hmm. Resting is literally for you. Just like take a break. Like 100%. you're no, gotta rest. No, one of my favorite thing is my favorite thing is when I'm not on Twitter for a while during the day, and then I come and people are all making a big deal about some topic, and I have no idea what it's they're the talking best. about. I'm just like, I don't care to go find out either. <laughs> like, it's whatever. Oh, I, I missed a topic. There'll be another yeah. topic another day. But yeah, it's 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 exhausting keeping up with what everyone else is doing, keeping up with the trending thing for the day, doing your own right. stuff, and it's distracting too. It, it'll hold back your progress if you're looking at everyone else's progress or not progress. Yeah, so and like, I feel that. Your brain shouldn't always be, um, like, that's the other thing too. Like, mm-hmm. your body, you can be sitting down and your brain could be doing this. Mm-hmm. And like, that needs to rest too. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I mean by rest. Like, it's just like, no, like, take a step back. So I definitely, like, I have all my work socials. I was locked in. I was <laughs> got to do my job. But I was like, I don't really need mm-hmm. to do this. I'm going to adopt some new life practices. I'm going to go to bed earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read sure. a book. Maybe I won't go out for a few weeks. Just like, nah. chill. I didn't groom my hair out. Like, <laughs> I, was, curly. I was resting. Stay I, was, I didn't even curly. cut my hair. I was resting. Stay Rest curly. Relaxation. Nothing like Stay some curly. self-care. Um, yeah. Awesome, awesome. So, uh, yeah, this was a really, really great I conversation. I enjoyed myself. So thank you so much for your insight. Thank, thank you for your contributions to the culture. Thank you. For giving black women a platform to talk thank about themselves, much. talk about our history and the intersection between blackness, womanhood, and hip-hop. Because that is so important. You are you are paving a way that is going to inspire generations thank of black you. women so salute to you and salute to our listeners for enjoying our first episode of busy black business month with nadira hey. simmons clap it up for the gumbo i, I, I need some gumbo now <laughs> no cap saying the gumbo so many times i need Facts. some gumbo but um yeah you all can tap in we're of course we're going to link her website and her socials and all that so show her some love show some love and um yeah this is for armand for nick for nadira we want y'all to stay safe stay humble and stay busy baby girl baby girl how you feeling i've been out in the world staying busy taking time getting right if you miss me
Yeah.